we have Brittany Lee Anderson with OrthoFit Massage. Welcome, Brittany. Thanks. How are you? I am slightly nervous, but also super excited to be here. Me too. This, I, this is my first podcast, so like literally like figuring out where my face yeah, should be. Is, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> like, am I on video? Am I not on video? Like, yeah. this is fine. Yeah, I, I think my slight nervousness makes guests feel a little less, you know, hey, he's human. I'm human. We're, this we're is all right. Ridiculously human. Yeah. yeah. We were just it. talking about introversion. We right? were. So. What are you? Definitely introverted. Really? That, yeah. So I grew up in New York and New York is an extroverted culture, right? So I learned very early on just observing that being introverted in a New York setting is not going to work out. So mm. I started from an early age just trying to go against, or not go against, but not be as introverted. Um, and let me tell you, like a ton of really awkward, like a whole montage of like awkward moments. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew if you just keep practicing and you just keep having awkward moments, eventually it's going to generate and you're going to, it's going to feel more normal. Right. Yeah. I see you on social media and you look so like you've been there a million times. Are you familiar with social media? <laughs> So, like, the last time I had social media was MySpace. <laughs> oh, my God. I think Nine Inch Nails was my song. Um, <laughs> and I've purposefully been off social media because it's just not, it's not something I wanted to engage in because I knew also from an early age that I have an addictive personality. And, mm. you know, I mean, when we were younger, like, we didn't have cell phones, right? So here's this emergence of social media and right yes. away I noticed that it was highly addictive because the way I react to like sugar the same feelings the same internal thoughts the same narratives are triggered exactly the same when I engage with social media so I knew even back in my space times that this was really not healthy for me so now that I started my own business I'm like okay this is actually part of my job to engage this way but I set up a lot of firewalls in the beginning because my social media is only, what, like 12 weeks old, something like that. It's fairly new. That's how I saw you. And that's how Super I connected new. with you when you started talking about um, addictive personalities. <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> I, I'm an alcoholic. I don't know okay. if you know that or not. No, I don't. Yeah, this yeah. Is, see, this is fresh. So I'm coming up on six years, Dude, no beers. Bad ass. I've been sober for almost six years. But... When you started talking about addictive personality, I didn't change until I recognized that I had a problem and admitted I had a problem and started finding a solution to that problem. Mm -hmm. And um, you were talking about caffeine. You were talking mm -hmm. about sugar. Mm -hmm. um, are you also talking about harder substances? Or are you just talking about, you know, the small stuff? For me, so because I was self, like I was conscious from an early age that, hey, I don't moderate. I'm not that person. I'm either like, don't do anything at all, mm -hmm. or like, I'll make anything into a, into an addiction. I've mm. turned tea into an addiction, which like shouldn't happen. But it's the way you approach something. Mm -hmm. It's the way you think of something where you can, you're like, oh, I'm that type of person. Absolutely. So the last 18, 19 years, I've learned, I've gone beyond that. Like what your journey is amazing. Right. And I'd love to learn more about that. Um, but I've learned to 
identify that, but also view it as a positive thing because I've How? so I've seen other you know other people I know myself included with this type of personality like we are like machines mm-hmm. so if we can pick if we can slowly kind of substitute and get addicted to something healthy we're you're gonna see us like in the gym every freaking day right like <laughs> we we can pick up a habit like no problem it's just the type of things that we get exposed to early on in life that really kind of push us towards a certain trajectory. Right? I follow this guy named Joey Swole. Mm-hmm. Have, have you seen him on social media? No. Again, Check I'm new, out. right? All yeah. right. I'm going to write a whole list for you. I'm gonna, <laughs> Facebook 101. Write it out. <laughs> You're <laughs> but, like, this lady right here, she she's no nothing, right? But yeah. uh, he's, uh, he's uh, an addict. I mean, I think he's like four or five years sober, but... Um, mm-hmm. He is, he's addicted to the gym now and he talks yes. about it. And just like you talk about addictive personalities mm-hmm. and, it's and not peop- a bad thing. It's actually an incredible asset. Yeah, like it is it. unstoppable. Like I found, cause I looked around and I'm like, why am I just so committed way? Like I, I work with clients day in, day out that are like, they just struggle with committing to things. I've never had a problem committing to things. And that's because of the addictive personality. Why do you think people are afraid to commit? I think part of it is personality, but it's also because we are all overwhelmed. I think this world is, it doesn't fight fair. It fights really hard, you know, and just going out, shoot, not even going outside, but just being on your phone, it's very easy for your nervous system to be overwhelmed pretty quickly. And you're already overwhelmed, and then you're using things. So... Just going to grocery store. It's like going and walking into a casino. Oh. The cards are stacked against you, right? So you have to like tactically know, you have to metagame the grocery store, which is ridiculous, to actually get the food that will not be toxic and will actually feed you to be able to do the things you want to do, right? So it's like every little thing in the grocery store is laid out just like a casino to pull your attraction, right? And to to appeal to you and, and get your attention. It's attention grabbing, right? With your health being like literally not on the table of its consideration. How much of a percentage do you think um, living a healthy, balanced lifestyle is working out and how much do you think it is diet? I think working out is like 30%. Really? And then the food is like 70%. Yeah. But I eat for medical reasons. I eat to keep the inflammation in my blood down because I have four active autoimmune disorders that I know of right now in my body like that are just that I'm constantly I have two I've one so I discovered that I had fibromyalgia that was active and I still kind of play with that a little bit but I've learned to put that in remission what are the side effects Ooh, for just fibromyalgia Mm -hmm. um so migraines endometriosis uh full body sensitivity so um, and chronic fatigue, chronic fatigue syndrome. So, and you work out. And yeah, yeah. I'm so a tank. You're, you're going up. You're going against the river. You're going against every day, like literally every moment of my life is not is a constant fight. What yeah. do you do? I'm sorry. We we just hopped into it. <laughs> Ortho fit okay. massage. Uh, yes. Is mm-hmm. it just massage? Obviously no. not. Yeah. So what well, do you it do? can be. It what do you provide be. to Kerrville? So it's interesting because. This is the first time I've been able to have the freedom. I haven't been working for a franchise or someone else. 
So this is the first time I could actually develop a new program um, specifically for those who have chronic pain disorders or autoimmune or whatever, right? So, because I, I, all of my certifications, they actually span, you know, the therapeutic body work, the myofascial trigger point, all that stuff, all the way into functional fit, fitness, orthopedic fitness, and all of that. And I mm. did that on purpose because when you're, when a client comes to me and they've had a lifetime of joint pain, chronic fatigue, autoimmune, the, you have to move as well. You can't, I can't just work your body, like helping someone move, I've seen twice as much results or more than that rather than just the body work. But I like having that aspect where if you come up in a, if you come in with a flare up, we can just chill and just go full relax and like just calm your nervous system down. So I like having the full spectrum. So there's no one size fits all. It can't be because I mean, for me, like last week I had a huge flare up and it happens because of certain triggers or I mean, we can that in of itself is like 10 podcasts, like talking about flare ups. Right. Well, come back on. Yeah. Really? So, um, but the uh, so I had a flare up last week and it for me, it, it lasts about seven days. I've mm. kind of tracked this and um, and I know myself now. Right. So once it starts, it's like, oh, dang, now we just got to like write this out, you know. Um, but it was just a week mm. of migraines and just when you say when I say fatigue, it's like I've been trying to come up with an explanation, but it's like every cell in your body is functioning energy wise at like 50 percent. Mm. And you're just having to do what a normal person would be able to do at 50 percent. But it's like it's like the mitochondria or the energy producers in your cells just stop working. It's mm. what it feels like. <laughs> trying to explain it but then i'll go to work and people are like yeah you look fine you know because i've learned to function at 50 percent and be very functional you know we're very good at like faking it you know yeah. just kind of making it work because you know you're not given a, any other choice pushing through the pain because it's either that or lay down and laying down makes it worse right and rest like so it's just kind of yeah Jeez. So when people come in that have fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. you, yeah, and you that's know just, what to do, huh? Yeah. So, and I know what it looks like. I can, see, I call it the pain face, but if they come in with the pain face, I'm like, oh, I see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I see what's going on. And I, I need to know like which trigger points, like where, cause for fibro, we have like certain points, like there's a mapping of trigger points that fire right and it's Mm. it's a neurological disorder right so you feel pain throughout your whole body um sometimes and it it's interpreted differently for each person right because our our body interprets pain through our emotional centers um and it has to be interpreted through those centers right to understand for your body to understand or differentiate this is not good or this is okay Right. So for fibro, it's like that gets interpreted through our brain as like nothing's okay, Right. So Mm. either, you know, for me, sometimes it shows up as like actual like skin sensitivity, like the surface will be sensitive or like certain triggers, trigger points will get triggered and it'll trigger migraine. Right. For me, like the migraines have distinct patterns. Right. So for me, it's like the left side of my neck all the way up and then like it'll creep up over my skull and it feels like a little midgets trying to like clots way out like something's trying to clots way out on the inside of my skull that's you a, know? a different description i've never heard about a migraine <laughs> it feels like 
something's trying to claw its way out on the inside of my us. wife sheena has migraines actually before your before your um addictive addictive personality mm-hmm. post i saw the migraine post yeah. so i'm, I'm was... going to be rotating between uh the art of mastering migraines autoimmune disorders and addictive personalities just i feel like there's a lot of content there there is and so speaking of content mm-hmm. i didn't so I saw you through social media. Uh-huh. Have people been reaching out since you started posting? Oh, yeah. So yeah. how important do you think social media is for a small business? Super Not important. Not just in Curvo, but in general. Super important. Um, you so, definitely have to target, right? Like, it's a lot easier for me because it's just me. Mm-hmm. And it's I only need to target Kerrville and, like, surrounding areas maybe. So you're running ads? I The first month I did Facebook ads, and those are super easy. Um and that just kind of what that does. So, okay, I'm, now we're going into tactics, Let's right? Let's do it. I love tactics. Get on it. This is what I've learned in about three months' time of just like, hey, what is the internet, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do I work this in my benefit as a singular person that owns a business? Um, so I learned, okay, so Facebook ads are great when you first start because it gets people shunted onto your website. And Google Maps likes to see that you're a real business and it likes to see that people are going to clicking onto your website. Nice. Right. So that was really helpful to get like 4,000 views on, you know, just by people clicking. Right. So then you become more legit on the Google battle of like getting up generated up when people search you on Google, yeah. Google, Google maps. Right. You got to fight to get to the top of the yeah. list. Whatever. Right. It's just tactics. Right. Yeah. I'm like, huh, maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't. But at least I know that's how that works. Right. Because you don't want to just blow all your money. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was a great way to just build a foundation to Google specifically like I'm real. I'm not a bot. Check me out. Yeah. Right. And then um, after that, I started networking. Right. Being part of the chamber, getting out there, meeting people, meeting people. At the same time, I started my social media like social media pages started um posting but at first it was more i was just posting to be like how does posting work you know mm-hmm. um and then my experience so now we come back to addictive personalities right i was paying really close attention because i have this wonderful opportunity to start something that i know engage with something that i know is highly addictive and pay attention to myself as I interface and interact with this um, substance. Do you have a TikTok as well? No. no. That right there is is uh, something you got to really Be aware moderate. Of. Yeah. Well, luckily, it's just me, right? So I don't need to engage with TikTok. There's no Facebook is where it's at with Kerrville, I've learned. Yeah. You the know? older population, it's you know. It's great because Facebook is chill, you know. Um, so, and then, yeah. So then I learned, okay, this is very overwhelming it can be very overwhelming and scary to mm-hmm. engage with all of social media <laughs> you're like it's just like putting yourself out yes, there and like is. luckily you can block people right if they're weird but other than that it's people like, get weird <laughs> if you're a lady this side tangent we're gonna do tons of tangents do right? it but i'm gonna preface this with a tangent um if you're a lady on social media yo i'm gonna ask you personally like do you get waved at Every day, me, yeah, uh, I get like two or three waves a week. Oh, okay, 
So it's not like every day, but like couple couple week. Yeah. Do you yeah. get like, hey baby? Um, only from like old ladies. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> I, you know, every once yeah. in a while, I, I'll get a I'll get an old lady at Walmart tell me I'm a handsome young man. Aww. It'll make me feel good. You know, <laughs> make my you wife, blush. my wife, my darling. She. But she, she I'm gives just me saying, compliments. it's different when you're a lady. I understand. Yeah. And it's so I learned. I was paying attention to that too, while simultaneously paying attention to it, how addictive social media is. But, um, but yeah. So then, to kind of what I learned is you have to have like a, a schedule for yourself, mm-hmm. or you're just gonna get lost in the weeds, right? So yep. I was like, let me just do. I'm gonna just do take five on Monday, where I just talk about like disorders and things that I personally have mastered or lived through yeah and then workout video everyone loves that yeah. i don't get it but hey it's what everybody likes well you know you you're know. showing what you do yeah and showing that um it pays off mm. showing you doing pull-ups like how many women can bust out 10 not many know. probably not many. not many yeah. not many men either you know, yeah. I could probably get 15 on a good day. <laughs> and I'm not talking about chin-ups. I'm okay. Pull-ups like you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's chin-ups. Yeah, there's chin-ups. That. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about I don't that. do the chin-ups. You could probably do probably do 20 of those. Probably. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so that's very important because you're not only saying, hey, look, here's my product, but you're mm-hmm. saying, hey, look, it works. It works. So yeah. that's that's like the result of what you do, your lifestyle, mm-hmm. Um, you know, not just your massage. That's honestly, from what I've seen, that's like a small percentage of what you actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you the therapeutic s- part. Therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure you talk to your customers too. Mm-hmm. And, and just, yeah. Cause just I like you're talking now. Yeah. Just like I talk now. Um, and it, it really does help that I, I mean, I literally feel and have felt or been through some semblance of what they've been through. Cause I just have, you know, I've had all of it. Well, I've lived, Sometimes I get surprised here, here and there. Where I'm like, "Ooh, I haven't had that pain mm-hmm. before," but I don't react to it anymore um, because, to me, it's I'm very good at differentiating what is like uh, just uncomfortable versus what is actual pain, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different podcast there. Yeah, <laughs> but um, um, yeah. So the therapeutic body work is part of it, but so with clients, like from the very moment they call and try to book a session I'm already calling you to see what kind of what your history is like what kind of session you want um and then they fill out the health intake form they come in we talk about it we consult right and then really you don't just throw them in in the line on the (laughs) bedroom yeah no you can't just I mean I could do that but to me you're not you're not getting all that I can offer And, and then I know which way we need to go do we need to do some of the mobility programming or do we need to go right into the body work part like it's totally chill and then but it's it's different trying to program when you are in a lot of pain like the movement's really important but it's not like you can't just go to the gym you know and without knowing it there's a lot of fear that comes into play when you're in pain and you start to um really hyper focus on like one joint you know, and everything you do becomes painful with that joint because you're hyper-focused on it. So mm. the programming is more about trying to override that fear and show and pre and 
program your brain to understand that you're very much capable um, and that just takes time right but you can't just be like throwing weight on there and like yeah let's like do some snatches or something <laughs> you yeah, know you absolutely <laughs> um what what is a ytwas so that is the lettering right so when you hold your arms up that's a, a letter y you know and then arms out or t and then the w is w and then the arms down is a y'all i've been trying to find an acronym on google for like a month <laughs> Nah, for like a this week. is something I made up. TWAs, TWAs. <laughs> so it's just so people can remember because my programming, I do a lot of flows because for me, if I do a flow, I can remember it a mm. lot easier. You know, so that's why I do the lettering because people are like at home, like, what, what was that again? And then they have to do like, mm. oh, a Y, letter Y, right? And then T, right? It just helps to do that. Um, that's and I, awesome. I came up with that flow because. You know, that part of our backs are super nummy and weak, right? Mm -hmm. Which is fine because life is busy and, you know, but in order to help specifically the shoulders, um, you need to activate basically that's the anchors, like the lower, lower mid back. That's basically like the pulleys of your shoulders and it helps keep them back and down so that when you try to lift your arms up, your shoulders move out of the way so that you can move them beyond 90 degrees, right? So by doing the YTWAs, you're basically waking and waking up and activating that area so that you're starting to build the strength without having a lot of the, um, without having a lot of the pain or you're not trying to do pull downs or just yet. It's, yeah. it's kind of waking that up for the next step. And I don't like to show too crazy of movements on the interwebs because I don't want people like hurting themselves. You don't want to be liable. <laughs> um, so I'm like, hey, let's just keep it chill, you know? <laughs> I have like five sets of questions to ask you and I have like four minutes. And <laughs> Perfect. Would you like to come back on? Sure. Come yeah. back on and, and we'll talk about what you do, mm -hmm. um, the value you provide to Kerrville. Um, well, if you could say one thing to your past clients, present uh -huh. clients, and future clients, okay. what would it be? Um, yeah, it would be, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Wow. Because we're not really told that a lot by doctors. We're, no one really, everyone's really good at giving advice. And we get like an onslaught of it from our friends, family, doctors. We're just told that we're like broken or whatever. But honestly, just being told you're going to be okay, especially when you're in pain, decreases your pain by like 20%, <laughs> like in that moment. If you think about it, when, when you fall down as a kid, what does your, what is, what is your parent do? What does your mama do? Yeah, and that actually sets you up for how you handle pain in the future developmentally. So Let's talk about parenthood next time. Let's talk about, you know, upbringing. And one thing I really want to talk about is the victim mentality, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, uh, what's keeping you from going to Brittany? What's keeping you from um, uh, working out? What's Getting keeping you from changing? Mm -hmm. um, and we talked about, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but my answer to that was commitment. Cause I know my, my thing mm -hmm. is um, commitment Yeah, and I, I don't want to be held accountable, like committing to something. Mm-hmm. Like like committing to the gym or committing to New Year's resolutions. Yeah, this year was the first year I did resolutions, and Ooh. 
and and now I have to commit and now I have to be held accountable and because I knew I knew in the past I'm like that's BS you know like but when I say I'm gonna do it I'm going to do it yeah I'm going to do it for these next 12 months but that's that's you though yes not a lot of people function that way. Oh, I know. And, and we will get into that. <laughs> and y'all, thank y'all for yeah, listening to the Curvo Podcast. And Brittany, thank you for coming thank on. You. This was fun. It, it really it really is. You know, I think the first three to five minutes of, of any podcast, I don't care if it's the mayor, CEO of Sid Peterson, or somebody who makes beads in their garage. Yeah. I, I really think that the first five minutes is like, you know, you, you hear yourself, oh, you know, and it's kind of weird. <laughs> I, it was like, wait, how close do I get to this yeah, thing? Yeah. <laughs> But but then like, you know, you answer your first question. You're like, oh, okay, cool. This this isn't so bad. And mm-hmm. and you get into the flow state. And, and I think it's I think it's a beautiful thing because when when you're on the you know, when you're live and you have like five seconds. Okay, Brittany, what do you do? Um, well, you know, where do you start? Like, you, massage, mm-hmm. working out, social media, mm-hmm. mental health, and you have so much to provide. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think anybody who wants to start a podcast, whether it's about bass fishing mm-hmm. or massage or mental health i think i think it's so important too i really do to just get through the first five minutes yes just be awkward like we're saying let's wrap it up the yeah. introversion part right yes we've learned to just keep going <laughs> yeah get through the past like the first couple minutes mm-hmm. and it's all gonna be okay but you have to train yourself to trust in that yes you know to trust that you're going to make it through yeah. or it's going to be okay, right? You, what so. we've what we've been talking about this whole podcast has reminded me of a book that I just finished. It's called Atomic Habits. Oh, I read that it a is, long time ago. But I yeah. have I read it a long time ago and I feel like I forgot everything. I just reread it yeah. and I'm like, "Wow, I didn't I didn't there's catch lot, this the first time." A, he, there's a lot of information in that book um where I, even I was like, "Okay, I'm going to come back to this." Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's how I study though. I I study every day, every morning, and it's just, I like to hit up the same subject from different angles. So that's like different books, right? And I don't worry about, i got to memorize this now. It's more of an experience of just building a 3D map. I'm more of a 3D map kind of person. Comprehensive learner, I think is what Absolutely. they call it. So same thing, like atomic habits. If I were going to get back into studying the subject of habits, yeah. then I would read like four or five books on it, but just love the journey of learning from different um, specialists in the field. Yeah. Cause you can pick up different things like reading mm-hmm. the same thing. Like let's say we listen to this podcast three mm-hmm. different times in mm-hmm. one period of a month, you'll catch different things and be like, Oh man, that was a good point. And then yeah. you'll hold on to that. And it, it's just so important to not only, I don't know, I, I think reading a book multiple times, especially if it's a book you like, if it's something on like, trigonometry that you know you know don't worry <laughs> hey, about it. some people love that subject some people do. and i love that they love that because i don't but someone's got to love it you that's know the I mean? beauty of the world <laughs> of nerdery is what i call nerdery. it <laughs> everybody thank y'all for listening to the curvo podcast Brittany. thank, thank you. you for coming on thank y'all you. are gonna see her again and um i want everybody to know out there just because i have one person from your same trade that you have a business in does not mean that you're not invited on no. the Curvo podcast. Every massage therapist should get their little bums in here. That's right. Talk about their beautiful practices, their reflexology, cranial sacral, all this stuff that they work on, which is super helpful to this community. Um, and 
start explaining what that is so that people can be more uh, knowledgeable about the subject. So. You, you know how many different realtors there are in Kerrville? No. Do you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a bunch. Heck, the owner, um, Leslie McClure, is mm-hmm. also Justin's wife. Uh-huh. She's a realtor as well. But you know what? what? I love her. And and we're in the same trade. Yes. And we network and, and share each other. You know, mm-hmm. we, we live by what we preach. Mm-hmm. This started out as the Kerrville Small Business Network mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. It started out as a little Facebook page. Yeah. And we started interviewing small business owners, mm-hmm. some of the same trade, some of different trades. But I, I truly stand behind networking. Yes. I do. Well, and community, right? Absolutely. The, like... And it feels so badass, right? This is a little side tangent. Right? Yeah. To, in a historically, in a, in a, like an industry, the massage, I'll speak for my industry, right? Yeah. Is, very, can be very competitive. Yes. And it's like a big middle finger to the massage industry to build a network of massage therapists and actually be for like, let's refer, let's, let's, let's communicate, let's be a Absolutely. team, you know, and not be like, they're mine. These all clients are mine. Brittany, that, that scares the shit out of people. Does it? Especially business owners. Oh. Because they, you know, and, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but some realtors listening to this don't like it. Oh. Some restaurant owners don't like it because they want their exclusive. It's insular. It's very, well, like, yeah. And that's, I, I think, hey. I think if, if we had three or four different massage people on, mm-hmm. um, and I've met I think them. I would gravitate towards you because um, I, I think energy is very important. Mm-hmm. And what if there's another person who gravitates towards another one? Yeah. Not every realtor is for every client. Not at all. I'm not for every client, and I don't want every yeah. client. Yeah. There's some people that I I would I would be like, hey, I think you would work better with, you know. Yes. Which makes you look more professional. Absolutely. And this is like rapport 101, right, is building rapport with your client. Being a professional is knowing on the front end that not everyone's going to be a good fit for you. Mm. So that's another necessity for networking because if someone walks through my door and I'm like, this is not a good fit, and I can actually identify that right away now because I've been doing this forever, um, I want some ladies, I want people to back me up like where I'm like, oh, actually, I know right away this energy is going to work with this energy, and I look more professional. They look more professional when you're like, yo, I need you to go see this person they're like oh really it just takes all the legwork out for them you know and it makes it because they don't know they're put clients are putting their, themselves out there like i don't know and they're just like walking to a new place it's overwhelming right yes so to have a friendly face be like hey i'm a professional in this industry in the real real estate in, industry and be like you know this is not a good fit but i actually know a realtor that you're gonna just jive with i would be like i love you you're awesome yeah. and i don't even know you right because yeah. you're putting yourself out there enough and networking enough to build a community where as a client I feel safer. So absolutely. No, it it was, it was beautiful. (laughs) And, um, I've come upon this a lot. So, you know what? Um, come back on Brittany. Really come back on y'all. That was, I think episode 96. I don't know. He's like, don't quote me on that. I'll I'll label it at the top. (laughs) All right. Y'all have a blessed one. Thank you. Thank you again. All right. Bye everybody.